On this episode of the 21st Century Classroom. What do you want the world to know about Mount Holly School? Well, I think that they should know that Mount Holly School is a great school. It's helped me and some of my friends that have a little bit harder time of learning a lot get through this. I've always wanted to be the one person who dives into the ocean and finds that super special thing nobody else could find. For this episode, we're in the Two Rivers Supervisory Union in Southern Vermont. Ace podcaster and Vermont Ed Reed's host, Jeannie Phillips, Hi there! visited the Mount Holly School in Mount Holly, Vermont. We'll hear from Aubrey, Alyssa, and M, three sixth graders entering their final semester at this K-6 school. Next year, all three move up to one of the nearby middle schools. So what have these three students learned from their time at Mount Holly? Let's find out. Mount Holly, Vermont gives new meaning to the word rural. Located at the southern end of generally populous Rutland County, Mount Holly has only 1,200 residents spread across 49 square miles. That is a lot of open space. The school itself is close-knit and spirited, with a number of activities and classes that get students out of their seats and outside into the school garden, one of three outdoor classrooms, as well as on the school's very own nature trail. Students practice mindfulness and meditation. They learn to sew and identify plants, as well as working with woodcraft and learning the traditional rigorous academic subjects. School lunches have book-themed names, such as Dragon's Love Tacos, The Hungry Caterpillar, the princess and the pizza, and cloudy with a chance of meatballs. There's a weekly all-school meeting, student-led conferences at every grade level, and beginning in kindergarten, every student starts learning French. It's a small and cheerful school where everybody knows everybody else, families included. And these are three of Mount Holly's sixth graders. I'm Aubrey, and I go to Mount Holly School, and I'm in sixth grade. I'm Melissa, I go to Mount Holly School, and I'm in sixth grade. I'm Mateo, and I go to Mount Holly School. I'm in sixth grade, and I'm going to Long Trail School next year. And here's what they have to say to Jeannie Phillips. I'm so excited about this conversation. So my first question is, what do you find meaningful about school? What I find meaningful about school is that They give a lot of help to the kids that need it, and the kids that sometimes have problems focusing or learning, they'll take, they'll like help you a little bit more than they normally would, and it's just kind of like hands-on learning. Mm. What are some of the opportunities you have to do hands-on learning? Well, in math class, we... Normally we do our lesson and then afterwards she'll give us like a page to do and then you're either with someone else or you're by yourself and you could ask for help then. Mm -hmm. I find something very meaningful about school is getting to learn about the things I want to learn about. Like I love the ocean. I like when I get an opportunity to learn about it because 
when they give you one subject you have to learn about. Everybody else is learning about it. One, it doesn't seem interesting because everyone's doing it. And two, it just doesn't, like, make you think, oh, I want to learn more about it if it's, like, something you're not even, you don't even think about it once a year. Yeah. Do you want to give me an example of when you got to learn more about the ocean? Uh, We actually just we're doing a project currently not all of it not everyone's doing it about the ocean but i'm doing the deep ocean which is like you have to list things like the animals that live there the where they get their food from everything like that and it's a very fun project for me and i very and i like it a lot it's very fun excellent um, kind of the group community develop and um, being together as people and not having always having the choice of being by, by yourself and learning real-world skills. That's far more important to me than the actual learning because you can do that at home, but it's har- a lot harder to experience during the school day. It's a lot easier for you to experience social skills as opposed to home. So real world school skills, like social skills, you get to practice here in a way you wouldn't at home? Correct. What other real world skills do you learn at school, Mateo? Um, I learn to um, well, use computers. <laughs> That's a big one. Um, and then I also learn to help and be a kind person and try to um, do as well as I can and uh, learning is only fun when it so looking ahead what do you hope to be able to do in school as you continue with your schooling um I really want my big goal for high school and college is to, I really like technology and STEAM, all that, and I, one of my goals is to, well, my first goal is to get to MIT, and then my second goal is to build a computer for myself, and (laughs) once I can do that, then... I feel pretty good, but I always want to learn. What do you hope to do to benefit the world with your um, degrees and your expertise in STEAM and um, technology? Um, I really like and inspired by Greta Thunberg and also and hydropower. I think that's really cool because it doesn't harm nature like wind turbines do and it's also sustainable so I really want to protect our planet from climate change yeah it's great. maybe become a worker at a national park or help world wildlife fund somewhere I've already made a few donations yeah. wow those are some big aspirations is Greta Thunberg a role model for you yeah <laughs> Have you learned about her at school at all? Um, Miss Miss Caldwell, our other teacher, showed us like one video about her, 
but um, I watch a lot of her speeches. In your free time? Yeah. Because it interests you? I don't have any devices, but my parents approve of that sort of technology. Excellent. How about you, Alyssa? What do you um, hope to do beyond Mount Holly School? I really want to be a marine biologist. I've always loved the ocean, and I will always love the ocean. Um, I want to be a marine biologist, but a marine biologist, an expert in exploration, to like leads dives and stuff like that, to get to like swim with sharks and nice dolphins and things like that. I want to be someone who like finds the missing piece to a um, Egyptian thing or something. I've always wanted to be the one person who dives into the ocean and finds that super special thing nobody else could find. Yeah. How do you hope that will contribute to our world? Um, I think in, like, climate change, if I'm, like, figuring out how it's affecting, then people will start to actually care. Like, if I show the numbers and stuff of, like, how many things and people and stuff are dying because of it, and, like, so things like climate change, um, (coughs) if like lost pieces to when we weren't um intelligent intelligent enough to make like um computers and stuff like artifacts I guess Hmm. how about you Audrey Aubrey yeah um sorry Aubrey I I've always loved nature. I mean, I live in the woods, so I kind of have to like nature. <laughs> and I have a love for horses. And I have a horse. And when I'm older, and I would love to learn more about veterinary work because I, I have a love for animals, and I just am very interested in the whole veterinary field. Excellent. So your contribution to the world would be to care for all our furry friends? Yeah. You all are inspiring me with your big dreams and plans and aspirations. Do you feel like school is equipping you with what you need to get there? Yeah. I feel like we'll get through elementary school. We'll know some about what we want to do. We'll get through high school. We'll be very excited and we'll know a lot about what we want our career to be. And me, Mateo, and Aubrey both want to go to college. We all want to go to college because in order to be a vet, you have to go to college. To be a engineer, you have to go to college. And to be a marine biologist, you have to go to college. So, yeah, we all kind of look into things like that. Tell me something you're good at. I'm really good at, like, studying because in like writing and formal papers and stuff because I do that with like my shark studies a lot at home I'll study I'll bookmark pages and stuff and then I'll write um something on google docs about it no one usually sees the google docs but 
I have them. You do it for you? Yeah. How about you, Mateo? Um, I know this, but I, I just, yeah, I know it's kind of generic, but I, I really like, <clears throat> and I'm good at building stuff. I feel like that's really fun for me. I, we have tons of Legos, and that's one of my big things. I sports. <laughs> I play basketball. I don't actually play basketball like as a team, but I play it by myself a lot. And I play hockey, and soccer, and baseball, and football. Wow! So, what's the most interesting things you thing you've built with your Legos? It's called a hate. It's I still I made it. It's called the Hape Snow of a Battle Cruiser. It's not a Lego set, but it's. I made it at. I do Star Wars Legos, and I made it after a Star Wars machine. Nice. And it's really cool. <clears throat> you made it up yourself. Yeah. Awesome. No, it's a. It's a real machine. It's just not a set. Right. You I'm, made it from the Legos yourself yeah. without a kit. Uh huh. Awesome. Um, oh. and, I mean, also, I'm not good at everything, but school, I I tend to be, pretty good at. Yeah. He does a lot of clicking with our subjects. <laughs> That's a good way to put it. Aubrey, what are you good at? I like to swim. And, I don't know, I've just always liked to swim. My my parent, well, my mom likes to swim, so I've just always liked to swim. I've been swimming since I was, like, three years old, so. Nice. So what else besides swimming and sports and Legos and writing Google Docs for yourself about sharks do you get up to at home, outside of school? Reading. Reading, reading, reading. Oh, I love that. What's your favorite book, Mateo? Um, My favorite book right now, I like the Endling series. Have you heard by Catherine Applegate? That's my favorite book series so far. Um, I like the Tales of Earthsea. Um, there's a few more I can't think of, but I read tons and tons of books. Excellent. How about you, Alyssa? What do you get up um, to outside of school? I mostly snuggle with my guinea pig. <laughs> His name's Leo. Um, I tell him about my day, um, and I like to, he's albino, so I like to, like, look at his fur and imagine a color. I also like to do, like, games with my little brother. What's your favorite game to play with your little brother? Oh, yeah, right. Um, We play a lot of Mortal Kombat, Kombat, and I like to um, also do journaling. Uh I have, like, four journals to different subjects. Um, I have my journal called... The perfect day, which I write really good days I have in. Then I have one that's opposite, which is called the worst day. And then I have, like, one that I just write about every day in. I love writing, by the way. Um, What do you get up to out of school, Aubrey? I, I read a lot of books. Like, a lot, a lot of books. Love it. So I'm going to di- dive back in. Remember we were talking earlier about how do you, what, the, the things you're good at? Yeah. And so 
thinking about the things you're good at, both in and out of school, how do you know when you're good at them? <laughs> Go ahead, Audrey. Um, so I knew that I was good at swimming when I started swim team two years ago. I only did it for one summer, and I ended up getting second place in my first meet. So, so doing well at a competition helps you know you're good at something? Yeah, it makes me feel good about myself. Yeah. How do you know when you're good at something? Um, so, journaling, I kind of got into it because I love writing. And at third grade, I started to notice my writing, like my form of letters and stuff, was already really good. So, I like to, like, practice, and I kept doing it. And my mom also thought it was best for me to, like, write down how I feel because reasons. And can I ask you all a follow-up question? Yeah. What's it feel like on the inside when you're good at something? It kind of, it feels, like, really good to be, like, I'm doing something I like. I'm really good at it. It's compared to being, like, something you're not very good at like when you're not very good at something you're like thinking I'll get better or you're thinking like I don't want to do this but when you're good but when you're doing something you like and you're good at it's like this is awesome I love this I can do this well and it's just like you want to do more of it part of the way I think um is that when you do something and you get really good at it, you, in my opinion, it's kind of like the first level. So you're really good at something, and then there's something else you haven't built anything, any levels yet. So then you get good at really good at another thing. But then you slowly ascend the pyramid until you make it to either pro- professionals, like Premier League or MLB or whatever, and... There is a certain amount of happiness when you get up there, but it's certainly not like the first day the person calls you up and say you get called up to the major leagues. Because now you already know what it's like and it's not as exciting anymore, And but you can still thrive and have a fantastic time because it's your passion. Um, I also I just think that you can get good at most things, but you can also not get good at most things. Mm-hmm. And there's some things I'm going to be more natural to do than Aubrey, and Aubrey's going to be more natural to do than me, and a list of the same. So it's all on a spectrum, kind of. It's all different. And by the way, I don't think I mentioned that. I have really good test scores on my MAPS test for reading, so that's why I think I'm good at reading. Yeah. I hear two things from you. I hear so many things from you, Mateo. One is, like, I know I'm good at reading because I have high test scores in reading. And also, I know I'm good at reading because I read all the time. And I love it. And then I hear this other thing from you, which is that no matter how good you get, you can always still learn some more or grow some more or get better. Is that right? I see you nodding your head, Alyssa. Yeah. How about you, my friend? I forgot they can't see me. (laughs) You forgot they can't see you? On this podcast. Whoops. Whoops. What's it feel like for you, Aubrey, to be good at something on the inside? It feels really good because sometimes when I don't do something that makes me feel good about myself, I take it really hard and, like, 
critical. So just the tiniest things that make me feel good about myself brighten my day a lot. Hmm. What else do you want the world to know about uh, learners, about what it's like to be a fifth or sixth grader, to be a learner? What a, go just say it. I mean, it's tough. <laughs> um, you, I mean, you're given challenges, and especially for me, I've skipped two grades. It's I don't always get to develop those close relationships because it's... Uh, He's around a bunch of older people than him. I come, I just come, and then I leave, and then it's like all the friends I've made, I don't get to see as much. It's just, it's harder, and then the older you get, the more homework you have to do, and it eats into your life, and we don't have homework, but... That is a lie. We do not have homework. (laughs) But next year we... (laughs) We do not have homework. But next year we will. Yes, next year we will. And we will not be ready for it. Oh, we're going to be the preschoolers again. Fifth grade in the school. Not fifth grade. Seventh grade in the school of 12th graders and under. Yeah. Because we're in sixth grade and we go to a very small elementary school. So after sixth grade, we have to go to the seventh grade in a high school. Do you worry about that? Not a lot. No. I don't feel that I'll get bullied. Um, I don't feel that they'll get bullied. I think that, one, the school I plan on going to is a very (laughs) nice school. Oopsies. (laughs) I honestly don't think that I'm going to have any problems because some of my, I don't, we're not even sure what middle school I'm going to yet, but I mean, I'm kind I'm not really that social, so I'm not that social butterfly, so I mean, just... I think that I'm just going to be my be by myself. I like being alone. Mm. I'm an only child, so I don't have any siblings to bug me. <laughs> so tell me, the last question I have for you all is, what do you want the world to know about Mount Holly School? Well, I think that they should know that Mount Holly School is a great school. It's helped me and some of my friends that have a little bit harder time of learning a lot get through those things. I God, think that Mount Holly is a great school and I am only aware of a teacher or two who will be retiring, but we do sometimes have troubles finding um, new teachers to take places and I think that we'll be fine. It's a good school. They help kids when they need it um and they're like they're very flexible with how kids learn like if you have something you think will help you like a fidget they will adjust to like maybe having it around and the fifth and sixth grades actually doing a um experiment to get hoods allowed in school and i think that it's great that they let us even try this so, yeah. Also, we have a great principal. Yeah. He's so much fun. He's awesome. He's awesome. He's yeah. very flexible. He loves hanging out with us. We like hanging out with him, too. Um, last thing I want to say, I think student council is a great opportunity. 
Me and Alyssa, let's do it. Um, Mateo I, is student council vice president, and I am student council president. Um, and I feel like that's a great opportunity to learn some of the things and how the government works sometimes. And like, give us like the ability to change rules. Like if we come up, and we just actually hosted a Valentine's Day after school um, party and it was amazing and it went so good. Um, so we have already done one thing this year. And you said you're encouraged to look at rules, how you might change rules too? We actually can change rules if we are powerful enough as a council, if it's a rule that we think really needs to be changed. And we all vote that if at least two-thirds of us vote that that is what we want and that this is the idea, then we take it to the principal and we start working on it. I kind of like that we have these abilities and we have these rights to change what we don't like, to have what we want. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> to change what we like, get what we want done. Um, we have the options of how we want everything to be. And I think that is just so nice of them to be like, if you don't like it, we'll give you the ability to change it with enough progress and stuff. Nice. Mateo, what keeps you motivated? Me motivated? Uh -huh. Knowing that I can always get better and if if I was automatically the best, I wouldn't be as motivated. Um, I'm not going to lie, I'm not that motivated. <laughs> I'm, you do a lot of cool things, Aubrey. Yeah, just... but I mean, I just kind of do it when I feel productive. That's my strategy, too. Thank you all three of you so much for taking the time to talk to me about yourself as learners, about Mount Holly as a school. I just so appreciate your voices, and you guys are amazing. Thank you very much. Do you want to say goodbye? Good goodbye, bye. speaker. Bye. I love you. You've been helping us. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> there might not keep that part. <laughs> you don't need to. Bye. The 21st Century Classroom is a production of the Tarrant Institute for Innovative Education at the University of Vermont. This episode was produced by Jeannie Phillips and Audrey Homan. Thank you to Aubrey, Alyssa, and M for speaking with us. And to all of Mount Holly's students and faculty for letting us invade with our recording equipment and headphones and generally be disruptive. Our theme music is by Meatsong and Yeflix, as well as Evan Schaefer. And you can find out more about the Tarrant Institute for Innovative Education by visiting tarrantinstitute.org. And thank you as always, for listening.